Hi, I wanted to welcome everyone to Coach I Am. This is our third episode. Hey, Rod, how's it going? Good, Carlos. How are you doing today? I'm blessed, man. I just wanted to start off with prayer like we always do. In the name of the Father, and the Son, Son and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Oh, Lord, thank you for all the many blessings you put in our lives, including the gift of sports. Lord, let us talk in such a way that we can lead people to you through the beauty of sports and help us to give us the courage to say the right things and also to inspire our listeners to understand what kind of journey can be involved in faith if they only open their hearts to you. We thank you, Lord, and we thank you for all the many blessings you put in our lives. Amen. Amen. Father, Son. Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. So, so Rod, I, I really love the, the topic that you picked for today. Why is sports important to our faith journey? And I just wanted to hear your take on that because I know you've done a lot of great work there in the Archdiocese um, relating to this. So what have you found, you think? Well, I think that it's opportunity. You know, sports, from what I can see and in my experience here uh, working in the Archdiocese and working with parishes and, you know, it, a lot of it... it is sports is kind of off to the side. You know, sports is its own thing. It's kind of, it's part of the church because, or part of the parish because, you know, it wears the, whether it be St. John or St. Jude on their jerseys when they play, but at the same time, it's still kind of separate from the church. It's kind of something we offer families to do or to be involved with, but the spiritual component is just not there. And here's, here's one way to look at it, too, Carlos, is I used to be a youth minister at a parish, and I remember when I started, you know, I was busy trying to invite them to be part of our youth ministry events, and it's, you know, it's an ongoing struggle that most youth ministers have because teen, teenagers, their time is so spread thin nowadays. And I used to get, well, I, I got swimming or I got soccer, I got football, I don't have time, I, got, I don't have time to come to your events. And I used to get so frustrated and so angry at athletics because I'm like, they're just taking all our time, they're taking our kids away from, uh, you know, what I believe is more important, which is our, our spiritual journey. And I'm like, you know, it, it took me a few years to really realize that you know, sports is not the enemy, okay? These kids, they're not bad kids, and they're not choosing the wrong option here by going to a practice or going to sport, but they're just choosing something that they enjoy doing, and, and, I, and, I, and I shouldn't be angry at that. I shouldn't be upset at that, and it doesn't mean that they aren't choosing God in some way in their life or, 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 or don't think their spiritual journey is important. Uh, but it took me a while to get to that point because the two are so separate at parishes. And, you know, I think that there's, uh, you know, the, our, our church as a whole has begun to speak out more about athletics and how it's opportunity. And as a youth minister, I had to learn, okay, if my, if these teens are going and doing all these things, well, how do I meet them there? Or how do I accommodate their schedule or how do I, how am I able to be more flexible with them? You know, that if they can't make every meeting, it's not the end of the world kind of thing. But so anyway, so Carlos, that's just a little bit of my background and my experience with working in the church and and, and my view on, on sports, how it was originally and to how I got to, you know, my perception of it today. 
in your experience, uh, you know, as, as a journalist, what are some things that you have seen that have brought you to how you see sport today? I think I've had the same kind of journey. And what I mean by that is like sports initially to me was something that you played and you, you competed and competed meant winning. Now I see winning in a different way. I see it basically as how are you building character? How are you building virtue? How are you building prayer? So that it's all about playing and praying basically. And Praying means you're getting closer to, to Jesus, and and while you do that, you're also deepening your, your character and making a better and deeper understanding of, of what the virtues are, because those are the things that are really going to help you in life, because let's face it, how many kids are going to end up being professional athletes? In other words, you're more apt to play sports and either drop out, and we've pointed that out in you know a previous show, how early kids seem to drop out. Or if you continue and it becomes like a lifelong thing and you're playing in some rec league at you know the age of 45 or 50 or whatever or 35, how can your character be such that you're enjoying the sport, but whatever you're doing in your real life, you know, be it a husband or, or a wife or, or a brother or a sister or uncle or whatever, that you're competing, and I'm putting quotes around that, in such a way where you're, a, you're an absolutely fantastic human being, a great Christian. And I think that sports can help you achieve that early on in your life by building up those characters. Ultimately, it doesn't matter who you are as a player, if you're a professional or not, or an amateur. Ultimately, what matters is what kind of human being are you in life, because that's what's going to get us into heaven. Being, you know, having a 4.3, you know, 40 um, yard dash, or you can bench press 500 pounds won't mean nothing in terms of heaven. Yeah, and it's important that that we just understand is, you know, how do we take our spiritual journey and how do we look at things that we do in our lives, whether it be sports or whether it be, you know, for youth, like playing in the band or being part of some other club? How does our faith journey interact with these various things that we do? And it really falls in line a lot with, if you really think about it, like the teachings of, of John Paul II with Theology of the Body of, you know, our bodies are good. You know, they're not bad things. Our bodies are good. And what comes out of our bodies is reflective of what's happening on the inside of them. And so sport is an awesome way for that to take place. What we're feeling, what, what, uh, where we're at in our spiritual journey, how we treat each other, you know, the words that we say, what we, what we do with our bodies is all reflective of what's happening with our spiritual journey. And that is why the church is involved in sport. That's why the church has said we are involved because, you know, anything that has to do with the body is very important to us. And that's why we've seen like the last three popes more specifically have talked extensively about sports and how our faith and our sports coexist and how sport, when it's done the right way, can actually help us grow more into the person that God made us to be. You know, and uh, just to get more specific with it, Carlos, the, uh, the Catholic Church has, has developed a vision for sport that more or less can be broken down into three distinct categories. Sport as play, sport and the dignity of the human person, and sport as a way of beauty. When, when the church has looked at sport in general, these are the three things that pop out to them as far as saying, okay, 
if we can focus on these three things within sport, this is only going to enhance what the athlete is doing out there. And it's going to be a better witness for those spectators who are watching this person play. So it's a, it's a, you know, it's really great that the church really has looked at this and decided to actually speak about it, write about it, um, because it is an essential part of our culture, especially here in, in our country and the Western culture. Sport is huge. So it's really important, I think, in my opinion, that we as our, an archdiocese or we as a parish understand how the church sees sport playing out uh, as an opportunity for our faith to grow. Hmm. That's that's really well said, man. I'm going to try and summarize what you said in a quote. This this this, this is really inspiring. You mentioned the popes. Um, there was one previous to these last three popes, Pope Pius XII, who said, quote, Sport properly directed develops character, makes a man courageous, a generous loser, and a gracious victor. It refines the senses, gives intellectual penetration, and steals the will to endurance. It is not merely a physical development. While perfecting the body as an instrument of the mind, it also makes the mind itself a more refined instrument for the search and communication of truth and helps man to achieve that end to which all others must be subservient, the service and praise of his creator, end quote. I, I find that really inspiring and, and such a great summation, you know, to kind of bounce off what you just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a great quote, and I... And uh, I don't want to leave him out of the discussion when I say like the last three posts. Most of the most of the writings and and uh, I guess speeches that have been given have come from the last uh, three popes: Pope Francis, Pope Benedict, and, and uh, Saint John Paul the Great. Uh, but there have been other popes who have taught, spoken about, especially in the twentieth century. So that so they do realize, like I said, the church does realize, like this is important, and we should talk about it. And I know that there's uh, an official office now in the Vatican for sports and recreation. I think I think that JP two uh, created that when he was when he was pope. So one of the things I think would be good is to like really look at the three main pillars that the church is, is really laid out. And, and, and the first one being like, sport is play. And basically sport, and when they say sport is play, what they're saying is sport is a form of leisure, okay? Whether we be kids or whether we're in our 20s or 30s or 60s or 70s, we decide to play a sport because it's a form of leisure. It's relaxing, it's entertaining, it's a way for us to, to get away from everyday life. And, you know, it's interesting, Pope Benedict spoke a lot, or he wrote a lot about this idea of really getting away from everyday life, because he really highlighted the importance of that, because he really, he said, you know, I'm just paraphrasing this, but he basically was saying, like, we have our everyday life, you know, whether it be, you know, working every day, or or being a parent, or or in school as a, as a kid, and whatever we're doing, whatever our, our daily walk through life looks like, we need a way to get away, if that makes sense. We need a reason to get away. We need something to do to refresh ourselves, and sport can be that. Sport is a form of leisure, which, you know, when it's done the right way, can be a way for us to really refresh ourselves. And I know personally, like, 
I love I love to play golf. Uh, I grew up playing football, baseball, and basketball. Uh, I played golf through my high school years, but golf for me is that way for me to to get away for a while and uh, just be out on the golf course, enjoying the beauty of it all. And regardless of what I shoot as a score, it's still you know just walking down down the fairway and just looking at all the beauty around me and, and really just getting away from from what I do on a daily basis. Um, and so that is what the, you know, the popes have really written about and spoken about. Like it's a form of leisure and it's important because it influences our hearts and our minds. And also at, also as a spectator, you know, there's this, you know, Carlos, it's funny. There's, I think in our society, we, we tend to think sometimes like, Oh, well you sit at home and you just watch TV or you watch, you watch just all these games on television and you're a lazy bum because of it, you know, or you go, you're like, why are you going to go watch, you know, in my situation, the Bengals play or the Reds play because they're terrible. Why would you go watch them play? And it's the Popes are talking about even as a spectator, you know, we can learn a lot even as a spectator and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with sitting at home and, and watching a football game or going down to, uh, you know, whether it be a, a youth game or, or, or a high school baseball game or a basketball game or even a professional one or a collegiate, it doesn't matter. There's good in that. And, and, and I want everyone, all of our listeners to really understand that. And I think one thing the Pope's really want us to understand out of all of this is that there is a lot of good in sport. And it's up to us to find that good. We have to be able to see it, okay? We know that there's negative things that come out. The media is always harping on the negative, but I think what's awesome as, as, as our church, you know, it's, the magisterium is saying there is good. There is a lot of good in this. And, and that basically, Carlos, is why we're doing this podcast. It's why we're talking about sport. Because there is good, and when we're able to see the good in it, then it's worth our time. Then it's worth, it's worth talking about. It's worth discussing. Does that make, does that make sense at all? Totally. And, and I also think conversely, there's a lot of bad. And what I mean by that is because of our fallen natures, um, you know, we have we, because we have free free will, and because of our fallen nature, sometimes we can take something that's good and make it bad, so that it's only about winning. And so, people who are in sports, who are leaders, like coaches, see not the child who needs to be de- developed in terms of building a better person through character and virtue development, but just sees them as an object where if I if I can use this object to help me achieve my goal, which is just win at all costs, then the good then is then kind of twisted. And so I think that's another reason for why we're doing what we're doing is to inspire people to put on the brakes if that's what's happening and say, wait a minute, yes, sports can be used for good. There's a lot of beauty there. And and there's a lot of truth that can be pointed towards something deeper. And so I'm hoping that people, when they listen to this, can be inspired by what you just said and say, yeah, that's what, that's what we need to aim for. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and, and, and that's, a, that's a great point. We, we have to keep our focus on that. Like, if we focus on all the negatives, if we listen to all the, all the negative news and negative media that's out there concerning sports, 
Um, you know, when I go around talking to parishes and, you know, they're saying, well, you know, this is going on with this coach and this is going on with this team. And, you know, they're always telling me, you know, all of these negative things that are happening. And I eventually steer the conversation, or I try to anyway, back to what are some of the good things that are happening? You know, and I know that there's one uh, one uh, athletic co-president that I'm working with right now on our discipleship model. And, you know, he puts out a, a weekly newsletter highlighting all the good that's happening within their parish sports. That's awesome. And what's really cool, Carlos, is he, he doesn't talk about who won or lost what games or what tournaments at all. What he puts out there is, you know, just what all the good things. So this team went out and did a service project this weekend, or this team did a all brought their entire team to mass or something like that, or, you know, just various things like that, where he's highlighting, you know, those type of things. And I, you know, another example is I've also heard coaches uh, here in Archdiocese where they will give out, you know, how every year you play your season at the end of the year, you have like a banquet at the end of the year. And, you know, most times it's like, well, Johnny here scored the most points and he was our MVP or Billy did this, that, and the other thing. I can think of a couple of examples, a couple of parishes who do this where they give out awards for, you know, like encouragement or award or sacrifice or uh, just being the best team player. And I'm like, that is where we need to trend towards. That's brilliant. That's where we need to go because that's where the good is. That's where we're seeing the good. And so kids are actually, you know, kids are being rewarded, you know, here uh, while they're here on earth for doing good. And that's the way it should be. You know, the, our eternal reward is in heaven, but, you know, we're, to be able to reward our kids now for the good things is, is to only encourage them to keep on that, that journey. You know? that, that's brilliant. You know, it just reminds me of something that I said earlier. I, just want, I want to make it clear that I'm totally in favor of winning. Like, I never want to be on a losing team. But a coach who's only interested in winning, I think, is to the detriment of his players because ultimately what 11-year-old is going to look back at his life and say, wow, I, you know, we won that game you know, by two touchdowns back when I was 11 years old. And now that I'm 24 years old, like that's something that's going to stick with me. Or the fact that coaches aren't giving praise to encouragement and sacrifice and all those other kind of virtues, which let's say he's, you know, in his 20s or late or, or 30s and he's a family man, which is better, which is better to have the fact that you won by two touchdowns or you're a really good person because you learned how to sacrifice, you learned how to be a, um, a team player, yeah. um, you learned how to encourage, like as if you end up being a dad, like those are all qualities I, I'm sure that any wife would love to have in their spouse if it's a man. And also his children would also love to have that those qualities in a father. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because no one's going to remember that. Yeah. And you know what, you, Carlos, you, the whole idea of competition is really difficult. I, I've had some com- uh, conversations with coaches here in the Archdiocese, and, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a really challenge for a lot of coaches, and it's a real balancing act. It's like you said, there is nothing wrong with competition. Competition is great, okay? It can really push us to places that maybe we didn't even think we could get to uh, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. But when it becomes the main point of what we're doing, then that's the problem. And I think that that's that for a lot of parishes that I see, that's where we are. 
or where it's like, uh, you know, the coaches feel like the parish has invited them to be a coach because they're good at coaching and, and the kids can win. Okay. I, and we need to, even as far as the coaches go, you know, we're really looking for coaches that are willing to like teach the kids the right skills uh, of the sport that they're playing of, you know, so that they can grow in their sport, you know, so that, it, that it's not so much about winning right now, but it's about how can I just get better? You know, because this is, uh, as Pope Benedict calls it, it's, it's, it's a school of life. You know, it's a, it's a training for life that the, the, the way we go through learning sport is the same steps we go through learning various skills in life. Uh, and it's not all about winning right now. It's all about just getting better and growing every day. And, you know, it's interesting. I, I went to a, a, a all-male all Catholic high school here in Cincinnati. And I, and I feel like when I look at the Catholic schools now the, here in, in our archdiocese, I see a lot more of training them, uh, training the athletes or training even just the students, not for the present moment, but for the future. You know, like, which, and I think that's great. I think that's phenomenal. Like, what you're learning right now, you may not use any of these things right now, but, like, someday when, you you know, these, this is going to help you be, like you said, Carlos, a good dad or a good a good wife or a good mother, you know, you know, um, or a good coworker or just, a, just an essential contributor to our society. And so I think that, I've really seen that a lot more within our Catholic high schools. And I think that's phenomenal because we're really, we're really setting them up for the future as opposed to just the present moment. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And in that vein, um, another quote that I got, this is from a priest, a Jesuit priest. His name is Father Patrick Kelly. He's the author of this book called Youth, Sport, and Spirituality. Yeah, I read it. Yeah, it is. It is. It's really good. And this is from a July 2000 interview he had in Zenit. Um, by the way, Patrick, Father Kelly is one of the authors of that Vatican document on sports, which was one um, which is considered to be the first that the Vatican has ever done on sports. So from Father Kelly, quote, I like how Pope Francis puts it when he says that playing sports, quote, puts us on the path that with the help of God's grace can lead us to the fullness of life that we call holiness, end quote. That's the Pope speaking. Now continue with Father Kelly. The Pope is not claiming too much for sport or too little with respect to its place in the Christian life. Francis is following in the tradition of other popes who have emphasized that sports can be a context within which a person can grow in the virtues. The popes recognize that in the process of playing sports, the person can become more temperate, just, prudent, courageous, etc., and that this is a solid human foundation with which God's grace can work, end quote. So, again, just to piggyback on what you said and what we've been saying all along is there's a huge, wider, bigger picture here at play that we need more people to tap into, basically. Yeah, yeah, and that's, you know, as you're reading that quote, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, we have so many kids now who are choosing not to play sports for the reasons we've spoken about in previous episodes. But, man, how do we, how do we make sports more appealing by focusing on the, on the good and on the right things so that kids will stop leaving and want to be part of these sports teams at our parishes? Because as you just read right there, it's like it's a pathway 
for our spiritual journey. It's a pathway to heaven. It's a pathway to to getting to where we ultimately want to go. And you know, as as kids, you know, kids, uh, you know, whether it be middle school kids or junior high kids, and even high school kids, sometimes they don't understand that. They don't get that that heaven is the ultimate goal, and that's why we as coaches, we as you know, athletic association board members, we as adults need to lead them and guide them on this journey. So uh, thanks for sharing that quote. That was really, yeah. really good. Amen, brother. And and this is what this show is about, to help kind of participate in that conversation to lead them. Absolutely. And speaking of leading, Rod, this is, this is the end of another episode. Could you lead us in prayer to finish us off here? Yeah, what a great episode, by the way, Carlos. Thanks for sharing all that you did with this episode. And Let's close with prayer here and, and thank our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, in the name of the Father, and the Son, Son and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for the gift of this episode and, and, and just this opportunity to discuss uh, sports. And, you know, we really thank you, Lord, for just your Holy Spirit speaking through all the many popes and all the many bishops and cardinals who have worked at proclaiming the gospel um, through sport. And, you know, that's our responsibility as well um, in, in our society, uh, in our parishes, and our archdiocese is really um, working with the people who are there and all of us understanding how the gospel can be proclaimed through sport. And that's what we're really eventually trying to get to. We are your hands and feet, Lord. And we just pray that you continue to lead and guide us, give us the words to say, and just use us uh, in whatever, whatever shape and condition we're in. And just use us the way you want to use us so that we may glorify you um, in our everyday lives. And and we ask this prayer in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord, Father, Lord, Son, Son, Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Rod. All right, Carlos. Till next time, man. Take care, man. Bye. See ya.